I'm Bobby. I'm Nathan. And this could be this could be a podcast. I, I don't take a bath to relax. I take a bath because I'm not feeling well. That's when I would. That's when you do it. Yeah. You slurp chicken noodle chicken soup. Chicken noodle soup <clears throat> and yeah, take a in, bath. A, in a warm bath. Yeah. With a hot rag on your face. With Epsom salt. Oh. And yeah. No. And then I always get bored in the bath. I'm like, oh. should be watching a movie right now. <laughs> well, I usually have something on, but it's just it's never hot enough. That's why I love hot tubs so much. Really? You know, because it's it stays as hot as it should be. It should. Yeah. I mean, as, it, as I prefer. It. <clears throat> I like a, I like hot tubs. I, just I like soaking it up in the hot tub with my soulmate. <laughs> Not me. No. Well, you've well, never been in a hot tub. I don't together. think. I, yeah, I don't think you know. Our relationship has not brought us to a point where we're in a hot tub together. And, you know, maybe that's the next purchase you can make. <laughs> it's a hot tub? You can if you can fit a How hot tub in, in your little garage. Yeah. How many more regrettable purchases can I make? <laughs> right. What are, like, the list of regrettable, <laughs> regrettable purchases? Regrettable purchases. Bobby recently purchased a boat. And yeah. it's been a bit of a lemon. <laughs> well, yeah. To the point where he has not been able to it successfully. Up. Yeah. <laughs> it starts up. Can't get into gear, so Can't. it's currently in the shop. Yeah, and the phrase Bobby hates in this world more <laughs> than anything is boat owners only have two like two best days in a boat owner's life. Yeah, the day they buy oh, it and the day, the day they, they sell it. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit. Oh, <clears throat> there's also like a you know what boat stands for? I don't know. Like, boy, no, it's it's something like something on another thousand or something like that. Bought another thousand. Put like yeah, it's some fucking stupid so, shit. That's stupid. I don't know. It's like all of those are dumb. Right. It's all the stupid acronym things. Yeah. Are dumb. You know what Iowa stands for? <laughs> Idiots out walking around. That's dumb. It is dumb. That's it, dumb. It's very dumb. Is there one for Illinois? Because it's probably difficult to get those two L's. <laughs> Here's uh, twenty three things. Wh- which one do you think? Twenty three things people work at buying. Uh, <clears throat> things most people regret buying. Yeah, I'd say it's saving advice blog. Sure. Let's just see. Big fan of listicles. Timeshares. Time oh yeah, never buy a timeshare ever, ever. It's horrible. Exercise equipment. Sure. I'll no, I, I, I'm gonna push back on that. Yeah. Going to a gym versus having a piece of electrical equipment or exercise equipment. How uh, are are you using it? Yeah, more so than I would go to the gym. Okay. Sure. So, okay. extra accessories for electronics. What? No. I don't know what that means. Nope. I don't. Okay. A high detail lens for <clears> a camera <throat> or special additions to your computer. I mean, yeah, if you use sure. them. Fat items. No. No. As, As seen, seen on TV. <laughs> Clothes and shoes. This is a shitty list. This is a shitty list. DVDs and video games. Mm. 20. <laughs> this summer. 20 this items you will regret buying. buying this summer. This summer. When did this come out? This came out in 2017. Okay. So put yourself in the mindset. Life was different. You know, you're still early into the Trump administration. You're trying to figure out, is he really that fucking crazy or? Or what? Uh, no, I, no, it's back up. It's, it's shitty. Oh my God. It's there. No, not that one. That one. Mm, that's swimsuits. I mean, you should You should have a swimsuit. Sunglasses. Nope. nope. I mean, I Summer apparel. Who's regretting purchasing summer apparel? This is a bad list. Let's okay. Go. One more. One more. We'll give it a one shot. One more. Here. 
I'm just we have not we have not seen a no boat, seen boat or a hot tub. paintball gun. Where do you see that at? No, I'm oh, just that's where you're saying. I'm just <laughs> uh, Amazon niche site. I don't. I purchased it in the Amazon niche site. I don't even know what that means. Wedding, Wedding dress. dress, online course, smoothies. What the fuck? Blower is motor replacement. This is these are these shitty are sh- lists. Timeshare. There's timeshare again. So there's a couple. The uh, seven dumbest. Dumbest big purchase people make. Okay, boats better be on there. <laughs> you think I'm dumb for buying a boat? No, I don't think you're dumb for buying a boat. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, gonna get it. We're going. I'm sure. 3D TVs. Sure. I mean, whirlpool tub. Whirlpool tub. There it is. Okay. College uh, education. <laughs> no, really. I mean, timeshare. That's the. That's the thing. Uh, uh, car. They didn't research. Sure. Yeah. High-end designer bags, clothes, or shoes. Okay. Five, five I'm the guy walking around with a five thousand dollar watch, Michael. <laughs> a five thousand dollar watch. No, I'm, no, what if I what if I buy a forty five hundred dollar watch? Is that no? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, you won't. That's not. You won't regret a ten that. grand watch. No, uh, not I gonna regret that. I don't know who bu- who's buying. This is a stupid list. A but we did find Whirlpool tub. So. Also, timeshares. Yeah, we oh. know that timeshares are stupid. Timeshare, like I don't understand. I mean. I hate, like, you'd think nobody would buy into it. Uh, you'd think that everybody would know mm-hmm. now that you should never purchase a timeshare, that it's ridiculous, it's impossible to get out of, and that's about it. I mean, I don't, like, is really sitting through that seminar that Definitely. says it's going to take three hours and ends up taking eight, and then a high-pressure sales meeting afterwards. Oh, my God. When we went on our honeymoon, <clears throat> we, had a, we were staying at an all-inclusive place, and I forget... They had some special where mm-hmm. if you sat through like a presentation on Sunday morning or something Ugh. like that, um, you can get like three hundred dollars of resort, resort money, credit. You know, resort yeah. credit. And I'm like, sure, all right, whatever. And I even when we were signing <laughs> up, I, I immediately regretted this, this, this. it. And I'm like, you know what? No, like I'm all right. I even said like, we'll, we'll just we don't need it. Actually, it's fine. Like we we just won't do it. And we left, and they found us in the like throughout the hotel, and like. Ooh basically convinced us to like finish si- signing up and everything for it yeah and so i'm like fine i guess yeah all right whatever and then again we went through the presentation yeah and we're like we really no we're poor no like we re- can't afford to do this no and they right. throw in everything well what if we made these numbers what if we did this what number? if we what did if, that th- no it's like no is that, a, is that a number that could work for you and then they got kind of pissed that we weren't like gonna <clears> buy like they brought in another guy like yeah the guy that's gonna close the deal yeah. oh the closer I- yeah, you guys are pretty tough. You're a tough nut to crack. Yeah, but I'm not going to take no. I never take no for an answer. <laughs> Is that what and he said? No. Okay. No, but that was his. That was like <laughs> that the was aura vibe. that he was putting out, and it was so. But he, but he did. He got like fuck. He got frustrated. Like I remember, he slammed the pen down. Kind of like uh, he was just he doing all those things. He was just writing, right, right, and he's like, all right, you know, and yeah, kind of just walked away. I'm like, what? I we said. Multiple times, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. We don't yeah. want to do this. We don't want to do this. And I yeah. don't know what point you're going to convince me, Blake. Yeah. You know what? Hold on. We don't yeah. have any money. But but the way you just said that, I can see myself going to Mexico right. two times a year. You know? No. That's insane. Yeah. My parents have a timeshare or like it's it's a weird, uh, they, they have like a, you can almost call it like a travel club. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. There's like, it's a timeshare. Yeah, it's totally a timeshare. But there's uh, different rest, uh, yeah. different uh, places, resorts, and stuff that you could stay throughout the country. Yeah. And 
Yeah, they're only available for certain amounts of time. Yeah, no. The, and the money, like, if you take that money and you set it aside, and you could go to a place twice as nice as mm-hmm. whatever place they're going to throw you in, it's bad. Yeah. Bad news. I, I hate high-pressure sales tactics. It's crazy. They are not fun. No. I, so we went. We were thinking about buying a car. Mm-hmm. Like, this was years ago. And my wife's like, hey, you know what? There, there's this one. It's about 45 minutes away. It's super cheap. Let's go take a look at it. And we're just going to go take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Get down there. Oh, you know what? That car, it's, uh, they had, they took it to go get it detailed because somebody, there's a, there's a little dent in it. So they're going to go detail it up. Okay, sure. What about this car? What about this car? What about this car? They're like, oh, so, I mean, what do we need to do to get you into this? Well, into this car here. Well, no, we yeah. didn't come to, and literally it was like, it is like, we showed up at eight. And they close at nine and we had our kid with us and he was it's like, we got a two year old man and we're, we're leaving. He's visibly frustrated and annoyed. Yeah. We've been here for, uh, well, it's probably, we got there probably at seven. You know, we've, you know, we've been here for over an hour and a half. We're not going to, I'm not buying a car today. I'm just, yeah, I'm not going to be I'm not, pressured I'm, into buying it. I'm not buying a car. I came down here with the express purpose of not buying a car today mm-hmm. and I'm not buying a car today. It's the high pressure sales tactics that people have. It's a, they must be so. They must do it so often, and that mm-hmm. they don't even notice that they're being pushy, or yeah. like they're so used to just being in that pushy environment. Because right. I remember when we bought our our last car. Uh, every we we go to the same uh, car mechanic. Yeah, you know, trust them. Trust them with our lives. Yeah. you got to have those people in yeah. life. But I'm like, I'm not buying a car until that guy gives it <laughs> the okay. Yeah, you know. So yeah. every, literally every time we'd look at a car, I'd drive it out to his place. He'd give it a 15 minute like once over. Yeah. Tell me what was wrong with it. Tell me what was right and everything with that. And then we'd ride back. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not selling me the car. This you guy guys, over right, here is right. going to sell me the car. Yes, like, 100%. You're going to be here to facilitate, you know, <laughs> options, basically. <laughs> right. Not, yeah. Nothing you're going to say is going to make me be like, you no, know what? what? I do need Sirius XF. What's or sex, what? Sirius XM. XM. Yeah. What's going to take for me to get you in this car today? Shutting up. Shut up. Probably. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, nobody likes that. No, but uh, it it was kind of interesting too when I was buying the boat. Like, it w- okay, so I looked at another boat. You and looked- by the way, I said on the podcast that I was going to buy a boat. Yeah. So we're then- making dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Goal achieved. Goal achieved. I have purchased a boat and a slip. Promises made, promises kept. Exactly. <laughs> this is for you, the listener. This is what we're trying to do. You know, we're going to do a podcast in the boat. Um, because we can't do anything else with it, but. <laughs> So we, I looked at a boat before, and mm-hmm. it was one of those things. Like there were going to be, I was the first one to look at it. There was like three more people that were going to go look at through the day. Yeah. It was priced just right. It's probably not going to last. And the first b- boat like looking experience, I, th- I there was a number of questions that were brought up that I didn't think about before I went and looked yeah. at the boat. You know, mm. this the exact logistics of storing a boat and what we wanted to do with it yeah. and everything with that. All that stuff was like, oh, I don't have answers to that qu- those questions yet. Right. Our car doesn't have a, a trailer hinge on it. Hitch. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, I fucking swore we had one on there. <laughs> no. Like, no, we don't. No, no. so you we got to get one of those you gotta added. You got to get a hitch put on. Yeah. So all that was throughout the day. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I realize I want one because I'm willing to pay the money for it. Yeah. But also I realize I need to get this other shit figured out too. Yeah. So we passed on it. And then this is the second boat I looked at a couple weeks later. And similar situation. First one to look at it. Bunch of people looking at it today or like later today. Yeah. And then the guy 
was nice enough. He was like, I'll give you an hour, you know, if I don't hear back from you in an hour, you know. Moving we're, on. We're moving on. And I'm like, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And um, so the second time when I went back to look at it, I bought brought my buddy, uh, brought my wife. Um, she was able to get off work and mm-hmm. just come take a look again because I'm like, I don't want to be the only one making the decision on this. And I definitely don't want to buy right. something I right. don't know what the hell I'm looking at. Yeah, you need to be able to blame your wife. <laughs> She was very standoffish. She was like, if you want it, if you want it, if you want it. I'm like, this is your decision, this Bobby. This is your decision. Yes. Um, but it was like a weird inverse of the high sale, of like the high uh, energy, uh, forceful yeah. sales yeah. tactic. Because I felt like because there were other people that were going to look at it, the it was going to sell that day. Probably. Um, Maybe. Unless that guy was full of shit. No, he showed me the list of people that he had oh. on the Facebook Messenger. Oh. But it was one of those things where I'm like, well, I'm going to buy it. And there was no negotiation. Like, I'm not going to haggle. Yeah. Like, right. I know what I got. Yeah, I know what I got. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just felt pressure to, like, make the purchase, get it yeah. and get it done. And I don't regret the purchase. I mean, it, yeah. little, yeah, yet. <laughs> I'm looking at it as an investment. <laughs> it's a real investment mm-hmm. when I buy this boat. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Floats on the water. Got that going for you? Yep. Yep, that's great. Just it's buying a boat. Just buying a boat. Haven't really taken it out yet. Nope. That's good. Oh, man, it was terrifying, though, to drive it from... Because it, it, <clears throat> it, it worked a little bit to get it from the, the dock to the slip. Out of the, the dock the slip. to the slip. Yeah, but it would it would be weird because you'd push it forward. If you push it forward slow, the engine died, so you'd have to pull it back and then start right back up again, so you have to kind of like gun it. Yeah. And you can't really gun it. And then I realized, like, oh, I've never, here's the thing I've never done before. Park a boat in a slip before. Then it's like, <clears throat> I also yeah. realized that I knew the, 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 the structure that I was supposed to yeah. go to, but I did not know the specific slip I was supposed to be in. Yeah. And I, I was realizing all this on the water. All these things that you probably should know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you didn't. I didn't. That's okay. And I got it in there. I almost hit a boat. Almost. Almost. Almost hit a boat. Mm-hmm. That's good. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. High pressure sales tactics. Pre- I don't like them at all. I, well, it's as compared to I know a lot of people who just love them. <laughs> I, lo- I yeah, love. Yeah, a lot of people. A love lot it. of people love just getting ro- steamrolled. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh man, just oh, make me do something I really don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Like buy that shiatsu massager or, or the with the people working in the mall. Yeah. Ooh, it's like no. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to try this? No. No. <clears throat> no. I can't make eye contact with you. And that, that frustrates me because I'm a guy who likes making eye contact with strangers. Yep. Yeah. Do you, are you uh, That's what I'm known for. <laughs> <laughs> are you a, a, like a nod of the head or yeah. are you a, uh, yeah. a nod, tilt? Yeah. Tilt, tilt? tilt down, nod up. Yeah. You don't salute? Uh, no, I generally don't because I never served in the arm, armed forces. Hmm. Uh, I thought about it. You did? For, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, there was like part of me was like, well. Did you could I could I be a trained killer? <laughs> could I? I think I could. Was it based out of patriotism? I mean, July Fourth is right around the corner. Uh no, no. It was just well, mm, no. Just more like wanting it, seeking adventure. Seeking adventure. Yeah, well, and you know, and just in a post nine eleven world, you can <laughs> seek a lot of adventure. Well, this was pre nine eleven, man. This was you know because that's I mean I my freshman year of college that's when the towers fell. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. Can I? Can I go be a be a marine? Could that be a thing? Mm, maybe. I, I never had any 
I I shouldn't say I never had any desire. When Top yeah. Gun came out, or when I was shown when Top Gun. When you were shown, yeah, Top, shown yeah, Top I think Gun. Top Gun came out like the year you were born. Uh, yeah, I think it was like 86, <laughs> but yeah. anyway. Um, when I was shown that, I was like, oh, yeah, flying planes. I think, yeah, Air Force would be sweet. Pretty yeah, sweet. Flying up there. Yeah, I was into airplanes for a little bit. Yeah. Little bit. And then I realized I have a uh, crippling fear of heights. So Oh. It's like, oh, probably don't want to fly a plane for a living then. Yeah. No. And then I was just like, oh, I'll just go get a video production degree instead. <laughs> and serve, serve my way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I No, I think that'd be interesting. I think- no, I, I don't think I don't think in any way, shape, or form being in the military, military would, be would be interesting. interesting. No. Oh, yeah, no, mm. not at all. They all have stories, man. Of course they do. Every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to know that. Ain't, that, ain't, that I don't want your life. Here's the thing about being in the this military: blind support for the military. Sure, that annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, it's it's like Dave Matthews Band. Okay, okay. The the people in the band. I'd love to see where this is going. <laughs> The people in the band are probably good people. They're probably fine folk. And a majority of the people that listen to Dave Matthews are it's me, fine It's me folk. and Cubs fans. Sure. That's another good example. I don't, it's, I don't necessarily dislike the Cubs. Right. Don't like Cubs fans. Yeah. Because they're all fucking morons. It's this this blind, just, Absolutely. oh, got to yep, support, yep. yep. I, th- yep. No, I, think, oh, I think that's interesting it. that the whole like blind, like absolutely supporting, got to support the troops, the and troops. Like people take the pri- no people take pride in their support of the military. People are like proud that they support the military in like, in like an aggressive level. It's or like that's weird. I mean, level. like I I think that the, yes, the, I would say that there's something noble about serving the country. I think that, I, I I think it's it's an interesting probably a hundred years ago. I think there's anything more now. You just you're literally a pawn. Like, well, no, you, you were the, a pawn a hundred years ago too, man. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> World War you I. could you could say, oh, you know, we're we're fighting for you know again, yeah, World yeah. War One yeah. or World War Two. Sure, I can I can see how you'd be like, this is my duty. This is what I need to do. When we're going and when, instituting democracy across the when there was the world, you know a you know a battlefield that they called the seats. meat grinder, you know mm-hmm. that just people got chewed up in World War One. Mm-hmm. It was you know it was ridiculous. Same thing with I mean uh, every single war, everybody's a pawn. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is that you know there was there was probably an easier way or probably a easier path to feel like you're doing a duty and like it's it's a. You're fighting for something that you truly believe in. Yeah, sure. I don't think most people in the military that are fighting wars, especially the post 9-11, yeah. all the different shenanigans that we got into, I don't think people yeah. understood what we were doing and why we were doing no, it. No, I think, well, I don't And then think. you got a lot of a lot of people like why the cops are, you know, why there's bad apples in the cops yeah. and everything with that is a bunch of people who just want to go get in fucking fights. I think, I right. I think this, I don't know, maybe it's being a wrestler. I think that's, maybe that's it. That's your <laughs> that's your pathway well, to no, your it's, it's, pride. It's, it's, well, no, like I think there's I think there's certain I really see there's there's two different kinds. Well, three really three types of wrestlers. There's the guys who just kind of like show up just because uh, they thought maybe they could do it, and huh. then just are kind of just flailing around. That was a little bit of me. And then there's like the super weird, extra super hardcore guys who are just like kind of assholes, and then. The rest of wrestlers are just kind of weird, like hardworking, like no nonsense guys. And mm-hmm. 
I've always thought that was interesting. And I'd say that it's much more hardworking, nice guys than assholes. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably a nine to 10 shift, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and, 10 to one. Kind and of, I'm not having not been in the military or not like or a wrestler or a wrestler. <laughs> You know, so. No, I did a lot of backyard wrestling. Does that count? Mm, no. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not competitive. My title says otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's just it, it always bugged me. It's always bugged the shit. I mean, it, it, mainly to you on television. It's just. Oh, no. Cannot well, get away from it because they're a huge funder. They're hu- yeah. your huge advertising. <clears throat> dollars. No, I, no, I think it's like ridiculous. Um. Blind, you know, blind faith in any institution is unacceptable, and you shouldn't do that. You should always be questioning, always having verification, not you know, trust but verify situation, and that's like that's everything. That's you know, that's your boss, that's your, that's your family, <laughs> not your family, but you know, it, not family, but any institution. You know, hey, I really love that pizza place. Well, are they sure you, they're not dicks? Well, in you know, if, if of course you're going to have so many people in the military, there's going to be dicks there all but the time. But not really. Hopefully, they weed it out. I don't know, but like, I mean, as far as far the number it, of the number of people in the military is going back to my so ridiculously but, small. But going back to my point of like, it's not the people in the military; it's the people that are praising the people being in the military, yeah. getting a a pride and a puff chest for. Yeah supporting like being more supportive of the troops than anybody yeah. else or going out of their way like right that annoys the fucking shit out of me well no because it's it's weird nationalism i mean and that's and yeah. that's not something i'm about yeah i you know i th- i think there's something honorable about serving people i think and, america is a great yeah. idea i i would never put like love it or leave it or wear <laughs> any of these ridiculous shirts that they're selling for this time yeah. like for these colors don't run yeah born free or shit like that like yeah. no yeah. never i even uh fucking stars and stripes sunglasses you know nothing yeah. no i have a hard time with any of that it's way too yeah uh stylized i guess but also no. transparent and yeah vapid sure no a hundred percent and i that's you know that's not my America. My America is the quiet Sunday afternoons, watching the sunset. My America is having a cold glass of tea and listening to Aunt May talk about her dogs. <laughs> I think the idea of America is fantastic. I, no, I, I mean it is. It's incredible. I always thought. I mean, going back to the Revolutionary yeah. War and everything like that, and when you have this idea yeah. of what this country could be or what a country could be what a right. republic could be yeah and then the steps that you have to take at that time yeah to make it happen is insane to me i don't think a lot of people appreciate that as much people as much as people over appreciate the military they don't appreciate what? how fucking crazy it was that they decided to do this right in, right you know. and just the i don't know yeah the the amount of people who you know just sit there and jerk off to nationalism and military and love it or leave it and then have absolutely no clue about the constitution yes and that's very 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 frustrating mm-hmm. and they have a loose concept of the second amendment and that and maybe some first amendment but no even the first amendment they get completely wrong every single turn <laughs> you know it's just like i i don't I, I it drives me nuts, and I, as someone who is like I love the Constitution, I think that the Constitution gets so many things right when it comes to country, and maybe 
maybe because I haven't lived in it any other way, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that the con- the United States Constitution is an incredible document and it really, is an incredible document. <laughs> it really allows for uh, a lot of things. When the first thing, you know, not the first thing, but it's like, hey, you know what? These are the things that we're saying. Anything else, you know, the sa- the state and the government can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the, what we're laying out. Everything else, I think that's that's the Tenth Amendment. And it's just like, really? Come on. Well, it's it, like I even go back to like power to the people, Bobby. Yeah, and that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, like it freedom of choice. We've talked about on the podcast before, but like yeah. freedom is terrifying, and they yeah. allowed. That document is has breath, has life in it, and it's allowing yeah. for choices to be made. It's allowing for different choices to be made by different uh, sections of people and right. groups. And, and I, I love the on the opposite side of the people that are love it or leave it, and it's the social justice warriors and everything with that, and wanting to you know whitewash history and everything with that, or not not appreciate that, not appreciate what the idea of America actually is. Yeah. But it's yes. Were there was there slavery in America when it when it started? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It doesn't negate everything that they laid out. It's still an incredible document. It's still right. an incredible idea. Right. It takes, it's still an incredible amount of courage mm-hmm. to do what they did and right. to organize and take a risk. I mean, how many people have values that they wouldn't even write a letter? They wouldn't even like. Yeah, I don't. They write. maybe wouldn't even stop in the street to like. If they saw something going, if they saw a fight and it was a big dude beating up on a little guy, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I just violence, you know, and they say violence. Oh, I just it's it's so I hate when bullies are being bullies and everything like that. I hate it. But then they walk down the street and there's, a, you know, a fight going on. They're like, well, I'm not getting involved yeah. at all. Because they're like most people. I think a lot of people have uh, convictions, but they won't act on them. Sure. And so. It's like the love it or leave it people. It's you're looking at me like I'm a fucking idiot. No, but I'm like, sh- I'm, l- I'm, but like to, I'm following lo- your the, line here. The love it or leave it people that would never fight in the military, right? Yeah. But they're like, oh, oh, yeah. don't run, right? Yep. But yep. they're the, they yeah. never fucking serve. They just want to because they don't really believe what they're talking about. Right. In the social justice warriors that are like, oh yeah, I'm just violence is horrible, and I just would never, yeah. I would never stand for that injustice. And then they're like, oh, I'm gonna ignore what I just saw. You know, right. a, a violence in the street, but. Yeah, I, you know, I, my favorite thing about the United States Constitution is that it can be changed. Like, and that's, it's I mean, incredible uh, force and I think that's a lot of things, you know, and it's supposed to be big and it's supposed to be, you know, takes a lot of work to make it change, but it can be changed. And that's been shown, you know, you know, I remember how, where we up to, I think we're in the 22nd or mm-hmm. 23rd amendment. So, you know, it's constantly being, can, it can be changed and should be changed. And, and the separation of power mm-hmm. is... Yeah. Fascinating, like yeah. I, the amount of people who are shitting all over the Senate and the House, I think it's so weird. I just I don't understand it. The amount of times I've seen graphics where these are the number of counties that have more people in them compared to Wyoming, you know, and oh. it's like, uh, and they get, you know, they get a state, they, they get a representative and two senators. That's bullshit, you know. Well, well, it, that's not. Well, that's just how that worked. I mean, I mean, that's the compromise they came up with. Mm-hmm. Is this? Yeah. I, I mean, and they so also, you want you want to abolish the Senate? <laughs> okay, that sounds dumb, but <laughs> sounds like it's consolidating power. Yeah, then, right. Because right. I mean, as soon as you eliminate, you're consolidating. Right. And, and that's where I I don't want the little guy. I'm so tired of Wyoming just dictating 
all of it because everybody knows that people from Wyoming, like states, I mean, senators from Wyoming, they just carry so much power and and uh, everything. I could really, you know, every time I pull up, you know, C-SPAN and uh, watching the House, I mean, that the House, the Senate Judiciary Committee, and there's uh, the senator from Wyoming. I don't know who would that be. I don't even know if he's on this, you know, the It could Senate be a girl. Judiciary. I don't know. I don't, I've, well, listen, I'm hedging my bets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hedging my bets. Uh, no, it's just I. Do, I mean, I I enjoy the Senate. I like the idea of the Senate. I think it's interesting that they found that compromise, and I think that compromise still works. Um, I don't know. Do you have a view on the filibuster rule? Are you done with the filibuster? Uh, Are you ready for them to go to a stri- straight majority? I think it's a lot of things like what their initial like when it was laid out, when the idea that was there has been abused and morphed yeah. again, like the size of government. I'm pretty sure the founding fathers would be pretty <sighs> fucking pissed off that right. the government is this large and in yep. entrenched in everyone's life yep. and has so much say and the state's yep. rights are subject to federal oversight. And yeah, I think a lot, lot of that's because it's not kind of, a, I don't think I didn't talk to him, didn't interview yeah, him, yeah. but I don't think that's what you didn't they use have. your time machine for this. No, well, I would though. I wouldn't. That'd be an interesting time. Just that time, that time period. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that'd be a good use of my time. Travel. <laughs> yeah, good use of my time. Travel. Where would you go? Uh, if I were to time travel, mm-hmm. I mean, I would go probably. I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, the old west. You know. Okay. I, I wouldn't mind like or like early frontier times. Like the, I think that'd be late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Or, or no, early to eighteen hundreds. Early in the east, and go. then in the later eighteen hundreds in the west, eighteen okay. fifties. I'd I'd think that'd be interesting. I, I mean, just being able to see Deadwood's Deadwood's set in like eighteen nineties. Uh, yeah, like they're right about the turn right of the century. The I mean, I mean, the out west. That's when, you know, I mean, people around California in eighteen forty nine. Well, the forty nine ers. That's but, the whole thing. But I like I like the idea of it being settled a little bit. That's the thing. Uh, I don't want to be the first one to get there. But yeah, I want to. Yeah, I'd like to see a little bit of settlement. You know, that's I mean, what I'd like before the Transcontinental Railroad. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's you don't want to like be there when the train and the, when the railroad's getting built. Yeah. So that was. Uh, let me think here. So that was Grant. I, I want to say it was Grant that hit set that out. Uh, well, that finished it. That finished in, it. In what's it called? Presbyterian, not Presbyterian. Perception. I'm trying to remember. It was prosperous. I just want to be able to kill somebody and then go to the next town over. (laughs) And if they didn't get a good look at me, I'm all right. I'm all right. Oh, geez. That's, I mean, that's crazy. I I think it was a more polite society. Yeah. He probably had it coming to him. (laughs) Yeah. Probably just just the amount of people just murdered for no reason. Right. Yeah. I get it. But then you just go after the next, I mean, what was, what was that movie? Uh, It was Christian Bale and hostels. Hostile, oh, hostiles. Yeah, I don't think I never, I never Hostile. watched that one. Um, and we I watched love, it. I love Christian Bale. We watched it. It's good. It's a I slow burn. It. Yeah, is he a cavalry man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doing a, they're transporting a prisoner, like a Native American. Okay. Uh, prisoner yeah. is is being transferred or released. Anyway, the point I bring it up is that one of the terrifying things that I've always thought about is that mm-hmm. anyone at any point in time could just come in and be like, this is mine now, you know, yeah, with overwhelming force. Yeah. And so spoiler alert, but at the beginning there's this, uh, 
there's a family and they're living in the middle of nowhere and mm. the dad's like chopping wood and shit like that and some uh native uh american native savages come through and um that was what the show said all right because they're my words those are two different there's two different uh like tribes basically okay. like there's the ones that they don't all they don't all get along basically yeah anyway they're the bad ones and they come the through bats. they just come through and they just murder, murder the entire everybody? family yep and, then this, and that family's done yep and then i think the one little girl survives or something like that but anyway yeah that'd be terrifying at yeah. any point in time it, they could anyone really could just come through yeah and be like oh this is mine and you're dead yeah uh i was just thinking about that uh the story about the the Mormons in mm-hmm. Utah and how they're trying to make their own little caliphate yeah. <laughs> out there. It was just like, there was, a, I don't remember. There so was, it started in Missouri. started in Missouri. They got kicked, well, they got kicked out of Missouri. Yeah. And then they moved to Arkansas and got kicked out of Arkansas as well. <laughs> uh, but one of the, like the, def- and then like one of the defining things was there was a, there was a big guy, there was a guy high up in the Mormon church and he basically like stole a dude's wife to be his like third wife sister wife like his like and i say stole i mean i mean i don't know if you know maybe it, the guy was maybe. an maybe the guy was an asshole and just sweet talked her anyhow the big the the thing is the lady left her husband to marry this mormon and the guy was pissed <laughs> Clear, I mean, for obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah. That was you know, his property. I mean, well, not property, but, you know, <laughs> I don't like it when people steal my wife, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. And so they got into a fight and they, uh, he shot him. He got, he killed him. Who, who shot who? The Mormon dude? The, the, he, the Mormon guy was killed. The Mormon gentleman was yeah. killed. So then basically the Mormon church said, um, anybody from Arkansas, they're dead. Oh, really? They're like all out. You find somebody from Arkansas, you just kill them on site because they're horrible people. John Smith came down. <laughs> yeah, it was like really, yeah. And then there, so there was a wagon train moving from Arkansas, and it was like a, it was a bunch of. Uh, were they still in Arkansas at this point? No, or they, were they, no, they weren't. They weren't. They were heading out west. Uh, okay. They, they might even. They weren't even like. I don't know if they were planning on settling in Utah or they're going to move on to California. Mm-hmm. But it was a wagon train of like. Slav, Slavic, maybe Eastern European people who were like stopped in Arkansas. Arkansonians. No, they weren't Arkansonians. I mean, they were from, they were from foreign, they were foreigners. Arkansonians. Yeah. I think that's And there was a wagon train of them, but they knew that they were coming from Arkansas. So <laughs> they just like literally like put them under siege and murdered everybody except for a handful of kids because they were going to convert them to mormonism just gonna do more to the flock yep and and then like the entire time nobody talked about it everybody's like oh no that was actually that was just an indian attack and i was like oh no no this was like john smith said go go kill go kill that wagon train like and literally we're trying to like set up their own caliphate it was super (laughs) weird it it, like it's still is to this day (laughs) well i don't know if i've really spent any time in utah maybe that's one of that's on the old bucket list i think i passed through it i know Mm -hmm. i've been to utah yeah as a child but yeah i always thought that'd be a good movie though like i'd love to see like that perspective of just fucking just or like what would happen if you know things didn't work out as far as like the union on that side of the tracks. Yeah. And 
it was like Utah really did become its own separate mm-hmm. country. It'd be I th- I thought that'd be an interesting. What would what would twenty twenty one look like with the a Mormon uh, a, a Mormon, Mormon state ca- a Mormon state uh, you know. I I I I think that'd be interesting. That'd be a interesting I don't know short story maybe I don't yeah. know about a movie but well just that whole time period like anytime you set it something in that time period it opens up so many different anything um, could happen any right? yeah avenues I mean again like you can kill somebody <laughs> and you can just go to the next town over and nobody talked I mean, that was the thing nobody talked about hey it was a bunch of foreigners so they didn't have like people saying hey remember that wag you know half our town left on that wagon train to whatever go. happened to them whatever happened to them because they never wrote back well and that would also happen too yeah. i mean where people would just leave and just never, never see, see it. well and with, i think it's louis ck has the joke about like when people would get in wagons and they would just you know they go across the country but it would it would take years you know yeah. to get across it's like yeah. you were different people by the time you got yeah. where you were going and everything right. um but that again it, that opens up for a lot of different interesting stories and i never watched we i guess we watched a couple episodes yellowstone of hell on earth hell on, hell, wheels. Hell on wheels hell on wheels yeah again just interesting yeah. interesting idea i don't mm-hmm. think it was executed perfectly. I, I, I don't think so i think it could have been a little bit better i remember mm-hmm. i think that i watched the entirety of that show how many seasons <laughs> three or four three maybe four I just like it was initially spun as a guy seeking revenge and hunting down like old Confederate soldiers. Mm-hmm. And then that was just kind of like mm-hmm. well, the railroads coming through. Yeah. Well, no, like he's I mean, he was working on the railroad and, you know, that was it. And it was like, oh, and it was more about, you know, railroad tycooning and yeah, and that's what I remember. And, and not and not. Hey, here's a guy just. Going on on a vengeful streak. I'm surprised there's not more movies centered around the Civil War. Just with, yeah, I mean, I know we have uh, Glory and that's a good movie. What other one? Isn't there another one in my my favorite Matthew Broderick movie? Is the color purple set amongst no. the Civil War? No, that's like starts. It's turn of the century. It's turn of the century. And I've never I think seen and it. then like ends in nineteen thirties, I think. Something hmm. like that. Gotcha. Yeah. It's coming up. It's been a while. It's this time of year. I mean, I'm gonna be uber patriotic here and watch the Patriot because I own it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> you own the Patriot? I, I do. Uh I watched the Patriot in the past calendar year. Yeah. I have too. I bought it in the last <laughs> He calendar. purchased it. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Uh it's a Donald Logue. He's yeah. just in it. Yeah. Remember? Pointy hat and everything. Pointy hat and everything. What I do they call that? A tri-tip hat or something? A three-cornered hat. Three-cornered hat. I just know that. Because it has the three corners. There was a, that was a, I remember that was a song on oh. Mr. Rogers. Really? I don't know why. Like in that, my hat, it has three corners. Three corners has my hat. Okay. And if it did not have okay. three corners, then it wouldn't be my hat. And I'm like, that's the most ridiculous. Stupid that's a, Mr. Rogers. The fuck are what, you doing? What are you singing about? Is he dead, Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, hey, hey, you're talking to a guy that just found out Regis Hillman died. I, like a year ago. Um, hats. Yeah. You're, you're not a hat guy, are you? No, no, I'm not. I was from mm, seventh grade through junior year. Sophomore year, junior year. All about that hat. Uh, I had multiple no fear hats. Ooh. I'd only. I'd be, you I, did grow up in the country. Yeah, I would. I'd wear one and wear it out 
and then get another one. And then I moved to, then I became a, you know, a company, uh, an Adidas man. Like, <laughs> an Adidas man. Like that's when I like went hard into Adidas and wore a lot of Adidas. And it was, I wouldn't say part of my identity, <laughs> but it was certainly a component. Track pants and all? or uh, I had I had a pair of tearaway track pants. Really? Yeah, I what love What What uh, was appealing about Adidas? Uh, I like the simplicity of their design. It's uh-huh. usually pretty simple. I mean, black with white, three stripes. I mean, not a lot of... Flash. Flash. It's. I mean, I wore Sambas from... I don't even know what the fuck that is. A, a samba is a type of, it's an indoor soccer shoe. That's what it's sold as. Oh. But it's generally just worn by dudes. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just a brown tan sole, black low top, and three white stripes, and that's it. And it's, you know, very simple, uh, and it looks good. I think it's a good looking How shoe. How many Adidas shirts did you have? Oh, like three or four. Not a lot. Do you have what? a Massimo shirt? Uh, no, I didn't have a Massimo. I had multiple like Adidas socks though. I, Did I you wear Jinkos? Uh, right. I didn't. I wanted a pair of Jinkos super bad. Uh, I really did. Uh, but then you know my mother never bought me a pair, and then <laughs> and that's okay. and then like there isn't then another kid in school started wearing Jinkos, and it's just like uh yeah that's that's not something for me. I would wear straight. Baggy pants, for sure. Knockoff Jinkos. Uh, yeah, like the Walmart version of Jinkos. Yeah, like wow. Yeah, I mean, look at that. Not like that insane. Wow, there are some crazy fun photos. Yeah, that's what I mean. Baggy. Yeah, I wore a lot of baggy pants, and then I really got into carpenter pants. That was like that was really my jam. Carpenter pants. Uh, I think I said this before. My favorite pair of pants that I had was actually a pair of overalls that my mom cut the tops off, and I wore those a lot. I thought those were really comfortable. I liked, yeah, I really liked uh, carpenter pants. I think, especially like then, I went, I would wear them in college. I don't remember these jinkos being this crazy. I think those are the crazier ones. There's some really biggy baggy stuff i mean i just i remember them being pretty big i mean i remember like that yeah big big and i'm yeah the kids who would wear them who are wearing jinkos i was just like well that's not what i want to be associated with do i want to be associated with do i i don't want to be associated with those guys Mm -hmm. i'm cool with them but i don't want to be known as as that i found a pair of bell bottoms in at a a goodwill once and I was in college then, just starting to play in in bands and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I loved those. I mean, they were like legit bell bottoms. Yeah. I'd rock those quite a bit before. Are yeah. bell bottoms back? Have they come and I gone? think bell ba- bottoms are back, I think. Okay. So this is. Yeah. Well, was it after. Um, streets Ahead. <laughs> after Fight Club came out, then I was just like, oh, I can wear like old vintage clothing. And that's when I really started wearing a lot of, we would go and buy old man pants. That's what we'd call them. Yeah. Just like, yep. like straight up nylon. Yeah. <laughs> straight up nylon pants. That's mm-hmm. what I owned several pairs of those. Did you I, ever find the, like the, the leather, the brown leather jacket? I had one. Yep. Yep. I had one of those, some aviators 
and just a wide variety of of nylon Fight polyester sh- shirts. Just, Fight Club just really spoke to it's us. It's just like it's like this is who I am now. And I'd, <laughs> I in I so it was we'd go to the so the the Catholic church uh, in the next town over. Mm-hmm. Who's also part of our parish as well? Um, had the, in the old rectory. That's the rectories where the priests used to live. In the old rectory next to the church, they had a rerun shop. That's what they called it. They called it the rectory rerun, mm-hmm. and it was just always filled with just the oldest shit and just <laughs> like, and everything was just like a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> like just like oh yep here we go, go find some ridiculously small shirts. Uh, like I mean I'd wear, you know. Like smalls, <laughs> I'm just like, if I could find a child's XL, <laughs> I would buy it because why? Because it looks just, I mean, just absolutely just just painted on you, <laughs> you know. And I was like, all right, that's that's cool. Um, uh, I, I there was a time too that I found like early '90s dress shirts and stuff like that where mm. it had to be the right ones, but you know, they're just kind of like a like a smattering of teal and fluorescent <laughs> colors yeah. and everything like yeah. that. And some of them were like, some of my favorite shirts I ever found were yeah. the, from that like era, like the late eighties, sure. early nineties, I would say, but where it definitely wasn't cool. Like to wear it was at goodwill for a reason. Yeah. It's right. been long since, but I find a couple of them be like, I fucking love this shirt. And it's just crazy designs. Like, yeah, the, a lot of square, a lot of rectangles, a lot, I remember. Of rectangles. a lot of squares and overlapping colors. And, uh, different size like lines and everything going through it like it's just yeah i don't know you know you know the kind of shirts that i'm oh, talking yeah, about I know what you're talking about yeah yeah my brothers would wear them yeah <laughs> nah. yeah uh yeah i don't know i loved i love that place the rectory rerun it was really good well i love going through going through a thrift shop i know we've yeah, talked, I mean, about, we've talked about thrifting before. but yeah but it's uh it's one of those things where you can go through and you can find mm-hmm Anything, and I remember, yeah, Fight Club was. <laughs> yeah, it really. Is, but I had a, lot, I have, oh, I had a I couple pair of plaid pants. The big collared shirts, I remember. Big collared shirts. Some of those as well. If you find something with snaps, grab it. Ooh, anytime. Anytime. It's, I still got. A, I I've got. I don't. I was in high school when I bought it, but and I still own it today. And it is a snap baby blue short sleeve shirt with giant embroidered roses on the nice. on the upper chest nice. and it's like a double xl so when it when i bought it i'm like this is ridiculous I, it does not look good on me <laughs> i can wear it like open uh-huh. with another shirt underneath it but i can't wear it wear it yeah um but i'm gonna buy this anyways because it's absolutely ridiculous yeah. and uh, i'm not gonna be able to find anything like this or a mexican wedding shirt as well like oh. a vintage mexican wedding shirt you have of one of those or not anymore? No. Oh. Like when I got married, my wife said, this is, you are no longer this person. <laughs> <laughs> you are now, you now are part of my life and uh, I refuse. I to. will. I control <laughs> very little. <laughs> I control. You this. do not need to wear these, the shirts anymore. <laughs> this is not, this is not who you are. Please <laughs> throw this in the garbage. <laughs> Send this away. Send this away. <laughs> yeah. This is no. No, uh, you will not be in public with me. <laughs> this, 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 this. Yeah. Yeah, my wife was cleaning out the closet the other day and going through, and she's just asking, like, I'm just putting these over here. You haven't worn these in a long time. But I'm like, it's not that I'm adverse to getting rid of clothes. I just, I'm ambivalent to it. Yeah. So I can just have them, and it's fine. But I don't, I don't feel like they're, like, taking up space, like, prime real estate that needs to be, empty sure 
I just I just wear whatever my wife buys me, quite frankly, because you've worked into that. I've just well, I just don't care. Like, I just don't like. If you feel like you want to dress me, I don't. I don't care enough to <laughs> like put any thought into this. I, I'm not putting any thought into what goes into my onto my body whatsoever. If you want to do that, if you want to take in take over that lane, go right ahead. Because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go. The idea of like me going clothes shopping sounds absolutely fucking stupid. <laughs> like there's no like yes. me walking just oh, this. I oh, guess huh. I mean is this? I, I could wear this. The, clothes this. shopping <laughs> with me it takes about. 15 minutes it's like again like i uh i think you and i do the same thing we wear clothes until they're they're falling yeah, apart yeah and so my my sh- one of my two shorts i have for short season um oh. uh fell apart and now i have one pair of shorts <laughs> right. the only pair of shorts right. i wear then and uh but normally it would be like oh i have to go buy more shorts now because i'm getting rid of one it's like no i'll just adapt and i'll just like i guess i just have one pair of shorts now <laughs> Yeah. Until push comes to shove. The amount of times when I'm going to like a wedding or like a nice mm-hmm. anything, the amount of times that I will go out and buy the clothes that I'm going to wear to the thing, it, it's a lot. I will just like that day. If I'm like, oh, fuck, I need a nice shirt. None of these none of these shirts are nice enough. I'll just go and buy the shirt and wear it. Yeah. Because I don't have it and I don't need to have yeah. nice shirts all the time. That's the difference between you and me, Bobby. I know. I know. That's what happens when you got a real job. <laughs> I haven't done that bit in a while. Do you have a do you have real? a dress code that you have to? Um, or is yeah. it just understood business? I, there, there is. I think it's business casual or something. I remember, and, and you can wear jeans on Friday if you want to. Hmm. I remember like somebody saying, "Why are you wearing jeans?" I'm like, "It's Friday." <laughs> like, that's so, not a thing. Is that what that <laughs> Friday song is about? Yeah, it's like. That, that's not a thing. I'm like, yeah, it is. And I pulled up, <laughs> I pulled up our, our handbook. I'm like, yeah, it's right here. It's like, she's like, oh, why is wearing jeans on a Friday? Like, I, like a perk. A perk. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's a shitty device. But I think it's a shitty. I think it's a shitty device as well. And it's just like, I don't. Uh, sure, I'll wear jeans if it means I don't have to, you know, grab a different pair of pants and I'll wear these jeans on the weekend. I guess I don't know. Well, I guess. I mean, jeans and slacks are not terribly far apart. I mean, no. If you were telling me I could wear shorts and sandals versus dress shoes and slacks, that's that's a difference. Where I'm like, oh, okay, this is Bobby Casual, you know, walking around. Bobby Casual. (laughs) That's my uh, (laughs) my Havana Nights uh, (laughs) performer name. Bobby Bobby Casual. Bobby Cash. (laughs) Bobby Cash. I'm ready to spin the hits. Here we go. (laughs) But that. But Bobby Casual wears. Shorts and sandals. Yeah, you wear you live in sandals and and shorts. I'm boat life. Yeah, you're just twenty. You've been living that salt life mm-hmm. for a long time, and you have not owned a boat for more than a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, that's. I mean, don't throw you're born in Florida in my face, or you I w- lived I, in. Florida. I lived in Florida. I was born <laughs> in Minnesota. Lived in Florida. Lived in. Florida. Throw that in my face too many times. I don't know. Well, it's just like you don't appreciate it. Oh, yeah, you living in Florida from the age of one to seven is not like some <laughs> some catch-all that lets you, you know, have a very different outlook on life. <laughs> oh, but it does. Oh, no, 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 it no, does. you don't get it. Jacksonville yeah. means totally different. The ocean was right the there. The ocean, it's right there. It's right there, man. It's just, 
yeah, if you want to go to the beach, you just go. Yeah, you man. know, man. You just go to the beach. You just go to the beach, that's, man. That's what you don't understand. Yeah, I mean, that's, the beach is there. I, that's why you always wear sandals. No, yeah, no. The daycare had a pool in it. The daycare had a pool in it. Yeah, there was a pool on site just, that you could go like. So when you go and like, play in recess and everything mm-hmm. like that, like you could play in the pool. Really? Yeah. You tell me that what's not going to shape the the mind of a of a child? That sounds kind of stupid. Mm, until you're going to play recess in a pool. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. That sounds like a lot of work. Well, I mean, so the, you just always had trunks. At yeah, you always, had, you always had trunks ready to go. Yeah, no, that's not a thing. It totally is. No, no, not, no good can come of that. But that's why you wear sandals. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wear sand. I wear Keens now. Uh, uh, I was a flip flop man mm-hmm. through. Um, I don't know. Till I get a real job, I don't remember. <laughs> is that what it is? Do I, if I get a real job, do I have to get rid of yeah. my sandals? I wear. Yeah, I wear flip flops. I would just go buy cheap ninety nine cent Walmart flip flops. Uh, always carried a bobby pin in my wallet uh, in case you blew out your flip flop. So I blew if I blew up my flip flop, I had an emergency. Uh, I could fix it on the fly and make it, you know, make it another day. I just I'm trying to think if you're. I don't think you're right. I don't. I think you can have a real job and still wear sandals. I mean, Richard Branson wears sandals. Yeah, I'm not. Well, Richard J- Branson doesn't have a real job. <laughs> I want to say he did though. I don't know if he really does. I want to say he wore sandals. I, I, I even think Jeff Bezos might be a sandals man. I don't know. He's he's got robot legs, so <laughs> I don't. Think, I don't. Think, I, I don't think Jeff Bezos is human and hasn't been for a while. I think he's <laughs> getting. True. I think he's getting you know getting infused with goat blood or something <laughs> or something. I, I I don't know. You know who's not a sandals man? It's Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. No, he's he's got weird toes. You think so? I bet. Yeah, get keeps his toenails extra long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. that's not my. That's not a good Bill. Bill Gates. Yeah, I would no. I wouldn't try to do Bill Gates. That's he's got a weird fucking voice. I fucking hate hearing him talk. Yeah, he's he's a weird guy. So is you know Mark Zuckerberg and you know. I hate that man even more. You hate Mark Zuckerberg? Oh yeah. Oh, because you hate Facebook. Yeah. Because you hate that vapid lifestyle. Yeah. And you don't have real friends. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I've got 460 some friends on Facebook. So. Wow. You know, I got a lot. I'm. I need to go clean some house. I need to. <laughs> if I'm going through my Facebook friends and I'm like, I don't know who you are, then I unfriend them. Yeah. I, do, I do that every couple of years. It's like, mm, who are you? Are you just a random person from Afton. No, I don't need to be Facebook friends with you. That's not a thing. Mm. Oh, you're a person I met at a bar and like talked to like for three hours. Uh. So let me bring this up because this happened to a friend of ours. We were at a bar. We mm-hmm. were in a little podunk town, but we doing a game. Mm-hmm. And we stopped at a bar afterwards. Yeah. And we walked in typical record scratch guild because we're not from around no, these parts. Around, yeah. And you're from five miles away. What the hell? And so it was uh, four of us that walked in. Yeah. And the girl behind the bar, she was going into her sophomore year of college. Okay. Okay. And she was wearing a sweater when we first walked in. Yes. And then immediately when we got in there, after we ordered our drinks, she took off the sweater and released the puppies. She really exposed her cleavage. She And it was 
and and this she's working it. She was working it, and that's she was. The, that's what the kids would say. She was leaning, and it was very obvious what she yeah. was trying to accomplish. Yes. And look, we all looked. Okay, because they were they were nice. They were nice titties. I wasn't and there, but you weren't there. So, but you can take my word for it. <laughs> but so our sure oldest, loudest, most obnoxious friend that was in this group. <laughs> of yeah, just it's not that he wouldn't leave her alone. Because right. she was engaging too. Yes. With him. Yes. And I was like, you mean uh, our buddy that we're speaking of is probably what, 55? 53? 53? 54? I'm trying to think here. Yeah. Because so, he's the same age as the other one. That's <laughs> the other one. That's what we call him. Yeah. Um, so, again, they're going back and forth. He's being loud and she's doing other things. But again, coming back and yeah. being nice and we're new people in town and playing tic-tac-toe with him well our two friends left so it was me and then the older guy just there and yeah so then she busts out like tic-tac-toe so weird and starts playing it with our with with our friend i'm like i'm like all right i mean i'll just hang out and watch you guys play tic-tac-toe for a little bit and i ended up having to leave so i left him alone with the with this girl and again it's going it's not like he's being he was kind of hitting on her but she also could have done anything else and she was not not interested, I yeah. guess. And I then uh, and then we uh, found out afterwards, a couple weeks later, he's like, yeah, she sent me a, a, friend, face, a Facebook, Facebook friend request, request that night. And I'm like, what? I think she was hitting on you. I, I, I don't, yeah, that was boggling that, to me. That yeah. really boggled my mind. What do you mean this 19-year-old fe- requested you on Facebook? On Facebook. That night. I'm like, is that something? I mean, I'm out of the, I'm out of the loop with That's the kids. Weird. But I'm like, is that is there booty call implications? I don't know. Maybe she's just starting an OnlyFans. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, local. You got to make your brand. A local OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, pay your way through college somehow. Yeah, right. But no, that was super weird. I think super weird. I think if if you meet somebody at a bar, yeah, and you send them a Facebook friend request that day, that night, within hours of meeting you, yeah, there's implications to that. There's simply yeah. Well, it's super weird. I mean, granted, I've done that. You know, accepted a friend request in the past calendar year from a random dude at the bar. Yeah. Just because I'm like, oh, sure, I don't give a fuck. But do you think there was implications? There was no implications. We were just talking about the old neighborhood because mm. I live in his old neighborhood, which was weird. Mm. Anyhow, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I don't. I like. I don't really know you, but I'm friend requesting you. That's super weird. I don't know. I, I like to curate my friend re- request a little bit. And you just, you, you send me a request, it's just going to sit there. I'm not going to respond. Yeah. It will be, I will literally let it sit for three years and <laughs> then decline it. And then decline it really makes yeah. me think. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if you could see all the people that declined your friend request? I, I generally don't. I don't. No, but you can't, like, you can't see who, you just, yeah. they're not your friend. Right. 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 But if you could see the people that de- that declined you. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. There's a way to do that, I'm sure. But yeah, I don't send requests. I that's just meant not me. P- I let people come to me. That's me too. my that's my thing. I let people come to me. I let people come. That's that's, that's how I operate too. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean I'm not that special that I think I need to be in people's lives. <laughs> like <laughs> not I, in social media. I need this person to be able to see what I'm doing whenever I post whatever nonsense mm-hmm. that I ever post. Which I never do. I never do. But, but we've talked about that. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, 
Uh, I I think that tech billionaires are probably mostly half goat robot these days. <laughs> these days, I I mean, do you think that, they started off as human or? Yeah, I think so. Okay, and then just slowly over time, and you get corrupted by the goat by blood. the goat blood. <laughs> Yeah. Cyborgs. Yeah. I mean, listen, if somebody came in to me and said, you know, money's not an object for you, would you like to have your arm replaced with a robot arm? And I'd be like, could like, Can like, I still jerk off? Yeah, I mean, or? I'm going to be able to kind of like crush things with my robot arm like really super easily. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, you basically could have Superman arms and be like, mm, I guess maybe just my left. That might not be a bad movie. Like you just, like it's it's new. It's a, like a test uh, prosthetic. Yeah, and he gets it. I don't know. It's I think I think that's interesting. I mean, I think it'd be interesting. Like that's just the thing that yeah all, that people can do. I mean, it's like a really shitty episode of Black Mirror where everybody maybe that's what it is. <laughs> like I never really got into that show. I know. Oh uh, yeah, we're just you know you get like what do you mean you don't have a robot arm? How much money you're making these years? I don't know. Like this? You gotta get one. I've got a robot arm. When did you get a robot arm? Like two and a half years ago, man. Check this shit out. <laughs> Crushes. Yeah. You know, walnuts in his hands, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think that is something that'd be impressive Sorry. that you could destroy it at the top of a you know, you know, the I drop just, of that. I just, I just buy shield walnuts. I, just, like... I mean I can just yeah. Uh would you ever like could you imagine having a robot arm? Uh, I usually think about it in like a negative connotation. Like I have to lose my arm and then. Yeah. It. But I, I I don't know. I don't know if I would. All those shoulder problems go away. You know, I, I threw a pitch the other day and it, <laughs> my arms, pitches. my arm's still good. <laughs> I, I was actually kind of impressed. Yeah. No, I never, I never tore my, never had Tommy John surgery. Yeah. That's basically. That's your elbow though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And torn labrum, I believe is what happens in your shoulder well as someone but, who <laughs> took anatomy in high school i really didn't remember a lot of the tendons yeah the, <laughs> like, i'm almost positive the labrums uh, in your shoulder the tendons and stuff that was that was kind of on the low to- total pole uh, as far as you're gonna save that for your residency yeah you know? right you really i'll name all the bones <laughs> and a large quantity of muscles and organs and uh i believe it's pronounced organ <laughs> no that's not no Oregon, sure. Oregon, <laughs> and oregano, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so we were going through earlier today. Yeah. And we were looking up the ridiculous names. For the, uh, WNBA, for the WNBA, yeah. The WNBA has some garbage names. Has two of the worst names I've ever heard. Yeah. And we, after, because we, we went through all of, on the podcast, we went through all the NBA names and yeah. talked about you know which ones actually work and which ones don't. I'm going to go in as far as to say that 90% of the names of the WNBA do not work. They are bad names. They are very, very, bad. very bad names. And I don't know what the point, what they're trying <laughs> to go for or what. Oh, hold on. What? Are these all? All of them? Was I including like some some G League shit or what? As you were going through, I, I thought, I mean, honestly, I had no fucking idea how many teams were in the WNBA. At, You're like, this is a lot. It seems like a lot because I also wanted to figure out how much they're fucking worth. Right. But here, Atlanta Dream. 
tying yeah. in Martin Luther King. Yeah. All right, we get it. I'll even allow that. You'll allow that one. Just that be, one's kind of close. It. Yeah, I could get there. Chicago Sky. No. No. That is it the skylines? Is it the, the sky? I mean, no. This one I do fucking love because I hate it so much. Connecticut Sun. The Connecticut Sun is the dumbest name <laughs> for a team. Like, and why is it? Why is it the Sun and not Suns? Like, right. well, I, it's not the storms. Is Connecticut <sighs> known for the Sun? Is there beautiful suns? Or the, is the sun more beautiful in Connecticut? No. No. <laughs> and then this one, I this I fucking was floored that this was that team. <laughs> okay. The Indiana Fever. The Indiana Fever. Which sounds like a horrible thing a bunch of people died from in the twenties, but yeah, I don't know where those last. Oh, okay, yeah, because this one, this list that I was pulled up, maybe is they're maybe they're defunct. I don't they know. They might be, because here's the other thing. It's kind of hard to get people to go to a WNBA game. Right. I wonder how much the WNBA is worth. How much that? What What's your guess? I don't know if they have that. Do you think they got that broken out separately? Compared to the NBA? Is it all under one? Mm. How much is the WNBA worth? How much is the WNBA worth? <laughs> Can we buy it? Can you buy it? <laughs> of all the sports. <laughs> of all the sports leagues to purchase. <laughs> I guess. I mean. Mm. How much is a WNBA team worth? Yeah, that's. I mean. How much does WNBA team cost? Let's. Well, I guess we'll find that. Anywhere from seventeen million to thirty-five million is the average value of a WNBA team, huh? In comparison to, I guess we need to know, like, yeah, the NBA. Does the WNBA make money? Generate sixty million dollars annually, but, but also, also has, has a cost, cost of, yeah, so of they, seven million, they seventy million annually, ten million dollars a year. And I think if the NBA wants to support that. That's that's well within their purview. I mean, I don't. I if they want to, if they want to, if the if the NBA wants to say we will take uh we'll take a beating on the WNBA as far as costs and it's not a money winning opposition. I mean, it's uh, not a loss leader though. It's not it's not <laughs> a loss leader, but it's something that we need to do because we feel like it's what's right. And that's where I call bullshit. Well, They're I not mean, doing it because it's what's right. They're doing it because there was a chance to make money. And it hasn't. No, and it hasn't. So, but, yeah. So it's, at some point, yeah, you can you can virtue signal all you want. The The deal that they signed with the ESPN probably has a little bit to do with the push that it's been getting on ESPN. Oh, but they're showing a lot of uh, WNBN on ESPN? Yeah. I don't watch ESPN, and that's okay. I only do when it's on at bars. But I'm like, what was it? They were, they were, it was a CBS fantasy podcast, fantasy baseball podcast, and a football podcast that was hyping up the Saturday, the Saturday day of sports that you got to watch. You got to tune in this Saturday to yeah. watch the WNBA Summer League heading into a tractor pull and then a drag race. That was the big day on oh, CBS. God. That they had reads for like they had reads Ugh. in this fantasy baseball and fantasy football podcast two separate podcasts no they had reads set up and they had to like feign interest and everything i'm like who 
Who is watching CBS on Saturday? Yeah. From start to finish, we're going to start off with the WNBA Summer summer League. Summer League, no. Awesome. And then now we're going to go into a drag race. Ugh. And then a tractor pull. No, no. I'm reading this here, and this sounds fucking insane. So what did we say? A average, so a team, WNBA <laughs> team costs any, like, is anywhere between 17 to $35 million. Right. An NBA um, team is well, averaged out at $1.9 Billion. Billion. <laughs> That's uh, how much it's worth. A, a, <laughs> you know, what? Each team. Each, each team, team receives $110 million from shared revenue outlets, including national media sponsorships and licensing streams. So each team, their share. They get. They get. How many teams are in the NBA? They get $40 million 20. more than it yeah. costs to run the entire, entire. <laughs> oh, no, WNBA. No. Because the WMA was operating at seventy million dollars. Seventy million dollars, yeah. But this is just the this their split. This is the team's like. Yeah. So if the NBA wants, if the NBA NBA has enough money, if they want to fund a losing money losing endeavor, to <laughs> this is great. Oh man. So revenue. revenue. Seven point four billion dollars to the NBA. To the NBA. And sixty, $60 million dollars. It's and it's no it's. We know it's a smaller operation, but the the numbers are kind of ridiculous. Average salary, WNBA, or seventy one thousand six hundred and thirty five dollars. Yeah, nice, good salary for. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, to play a game, right? Right. Average salary in the NBA six point four six point four million dollars. A little better salary, right? Playing the same game, right? It's a different. Game, but it's the same game. Average ticket price seventeen dollars and forty two cents. For a WNBA game. And $89 for an NBA game. Yeah. Highest played players. Steph Curry comes in at $40 million, And Brittany Griner at $113,000 a year. Now here's, the, now, here's the interesting thing is the average viewership. Well, I also think it's interesting how they're quantifying this here, too. Because the 2019 NBA Finals averaged 15.14. Fourteen million. Yeah, and then in two thousand eighteen, two hundred thirty-one thousand. Yeah, viewers. They just highest viewed game was an eighteen point one share. Okay, the highest yeah, viewed eighteen seven share. Yeah. Well, Ugh. yeah, that's crazy. Mm, this is okay. No, average attendance for an uh, NBA game is eighteen thousand. The average for a WNBA game is six thousand seven hundred and sixty-eight. Now, I would i I think the eighteen thousand that sounds low. I think that's about. I mean, I think that's probably. I think most of these arenas are twenty some thousand. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, baseball on the brain. Baseball is a, yeah, it's a little bit different sized field. It is, and I it's a different game too. Yeah, I know it's a bat and ball game. I'm familiar. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know what I don't know what the answer is to yeah. Okay, here this this is, is interesting. This is a tweet by Kelsey Plum. She's a WNBA star. She plays for the Las Las Vegas Aces. Yes. I'm tired of people thinking that us players are asking for the same type of money as NBA players. We are asking for the same percentage of revenue shared within our CBA. 
Let's Collective Bargaining Agreement. NBA players receive around 50% of shared revenue within their league, whereas we receive 20%. But, hmm. like, does that mean shared revenue? like With the NBA included? Or is that shared between? The WNBA. That's revenue, not, and I can't, not I profits. Can, and I cannot imagine that it would be an umbrella. Like, the 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 NBA world, it would just be include the WNBA, yeah, and no. you're just gonna split. Right. Here's the other thing. I'm guessing that that fifty percent CBA, I mean the fifty percent revenue sharing. I bet the NBA fucking hates that. Oh yeah. If the NBA could get away with bright, taking that down to twenty percent, they would do that in a fucking heartbeat. Because well, this also doesn't make any sense because whereas we receive around twenty percent, will you? I mean, that was in negotiations. You have a CBA. See, I, I think that's, I bet that 50% was like from the 60s, <laughs> you no, know? No, and well, they, they, in and the they NBA. Did, and, yeah, the NBA, like in the 60s, that's when they came up with that 50%, right? Yeah. And then they've been kicking themselves in the fucking teeth ever <laughs> since then. Can't well, fucking believe we give them 50%. No, 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 no. They've been on strike twice in the last 20 years. But they started with the 50 I bet they start. I bet they. Uh, I'd love to know like the history of that number versus the history of their twenty percent number and see how that that breaks apart. I don't know. And yes, I don't remember the la- the reasons why the NBA struck went on strike the last yeah. last two times. But it's always the CBA. It's always the yeah collective bargaining agreement. They well, they think uh, baseball might be going through one. Oh yeah, I think next year. You think it might be a strike? MLB wants to fucking do a fifty percent revenue share. What is the revenue share? <laughs> I don't know. Fifty percent sounds fucking insane. That's insane. I bet it's close for MLB teams. They have similar, similar bargaining power. Yeah. MLB revenue sharing with teams. Uh, or is it no to players? The players. Uh, revenue sharing. The MLB's revenue sharing formula. Wait, oh, got this. Boom. There, got it. The CBS. Let's think here. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. Oh, so do they average out based on the teams, it seems like? Because of faster growth rates. On already larger revenues by 1999, the top seven teams averaged more than double the revenues of the bottom 14 teams. Yeah. So a three. Oh, this is just all about spending. Yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah. Do do do. This is all about the uh, the luxury. Luxury suites. Luxury tax. Yeah, breaking down the luxury tax. So, sort of thanks to three point three uh, three hundred twenty six million in revenue sharing last year alone, the average revenue differential between MLB's seven richest teams and its seven poorest teams fell from one hundred eighteen percent in nineteen ninety nine to sixty seven sixty seven percent in two thousand seven. We're not getting really good answers here. Yeah, and it might they might even not even do like what the NBA does. Why? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how this works. I'm not get this a sports agent. I've thought about it. You're not it. a union boss. I'm not a union boss either. Uh, Never had been a union rep. Player share of revenue was 52% in 2007. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm just, I'm guessing they fucking hate that. I'm, I'm guessing sure they do. The Emma, I bet, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bet the owners just despise that. Yeah. But so, again, it's it's a thing that would eat itself. I mean, that's what you want. You want the game to be popular. Right. You want a bigger piece of the pie. It's an incentive. Yeah. You know. But also, WNBA's pie is much, so much, much, smaller. much, much smaller. Mm-hmm. Look up the Arena Football League. Oh, how, yeah. mu- how much is how much is an arena football league? Yeah, the AFL is the AFL Arena Football League. Yeah, not the American Football League. Um, uh, well, I'm gonna type in Arena Football League. <laughs> Apparently, the AFL. Well, how much would an AFL team be worth? It's Thirty-nine million. So, forty. Like we'll say low end twenty. 20 million. There's some. So about the cost of a WNBA team. Right. Hmm. With similar, I would imagine. Well, so where did the Barnstormers play? Barnstormers were in Des Moines, Iowa. I know where it was. Uh, what place I think they, they, they played at Veterans Memorial Arena. I'm just going to. Get context. They're, they're at Wells Fargo now. I think. I don't. Yeah. What was the average attendance at a six thousand seven hundred? Six thousand sixty eight hundred. Let's round up. We'll round up. Um. Average attendance. Well, let's just see where they. You think they're giving out those numbers? Well, we can get the name of the place, and then we can. Veterans Memorial Arena. Good job on you. Yeah. And that was so that's the old that's the older arena. There it's now the Wells Fargo is the major is Draw. the major yeah. uh stadium. What is the capacity? Des Moines. Put Des Moines in there. Oh. Sorry. Where's it? Yeah, I was gonna say, just give me the fucking Wikipedia page. Yeah, four thousand. It had eleven thousand four hundred eleven seats, with the capacity to add an additional four thousand for concerts, and another seventy five hundred bleacher seats for basketball games. Commonly known as Vets or the Barn, because it looks kind of like a barn. Looks kind of like a barn. Oh, the Barnstormers. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, is Iowa. Barnstorming was a thing that... Elvis would perform in this auditorium twice more on June 20th, 1974, and his fourth to last concert ever on June 23rd, 1977. Hmm. He was the first major act to perform there while on tour of the Upper Midwest. Huh. All right. Well, you learn something new every day. I spent a lot of time there. At the end of the day. This could be a podcast. Holy shit, this is where Ozzy bit a head off a bat? Hmm. Wait. We can't end it. This is also the site of the January 20th, 1982 concert in which Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off a bat. Okay. And now at the end of the day. And now at the end of the day. This could be a podcast. podcast. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Be sure to check us out on all the majors. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you can find us uh, on the Major League Baseball uh, or the WNBA, NBA, NBA uh, NASCAR. We're pretty big into NASCAR. Yep. Uh, if you want to send us all your Indiana Fever gear. Um, <laughs> Indiana Fever is a WNBA team. Just that point. Yeah. So, anyway, five-star five reviews. <laughs> Be great. Bye.